0: You are now tuned in to R&R, Raw and Real with Shaz. I'm your host, Shasmin and thank you for listening in. Don't forget to follow this podcast show so you don't miss out on an episode, because don't nobody like to miss out on a good show, now do they? Now that I have your attention, let's dive right into this week's episode. Can we talk about how difficult it is? to deal with grief. Can we talk about how grief comes in many different looks? It looks different for everybody. It feels different for everybody, but grief is something we don't discuss fairly often. Grieving someone that passed away is one thing, but grieving someone that is living is detrimental, okay? You know how you break up with somebody or you stop dealing with somebody and you have to like grieve that relationship because obviously it's over. But there's still a liability that you could run into this person like on a daily. If not like, you know, you guys still kick it around the same group of people or you guys live in the same area. You guys shop at the same places. It's like you're bound to run into this person. And it's like I have to I have to really find a way to deal with that. And that that in itself is difficult because it's like, one, I know that I can't go back to you Two. I still got to live with you here and being around and be okay with, you know, the fact that you've moved on and stuff like that. Like, that grief right there is something different. It's like, I already have to learn to deal with the loss of an actual loved one who passes away who I can no longer speak to, and talk to, and hug, and laugh with, share moments with. That, that in itself is, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. When it comes to grief, it's hard for me to speak because I still experience it at times. Like, I could be randomly watching a show and this person in the show says a line specific or similar to what someone I know passed away said and their griefs just seeped right on in and now I'm emotional, now I'm crying, now I'm back thinking about them, missing them and dealing with that. That type of stuff still happens with someone that you break up with, you got, you might go to your favorite restaurant that you guys used to go to and you haven't been there in a while because of that reason and you was like you know what i really want some of that food though and i really want some of that food though and now i got it and it's like dang now you're thinking about that person you're like I'm gonna order what they wanted would have ordered because you kinda like missed them. And it's like, man. Uh, huh. Now we back to this all over again. Grief is just something crazy. It's something you just never really truly will understand. I don't think nobody will ever understand grief. Because some people deal with grief. Completely different. Some people are cool. They don't be going through all that crying. But they evil. Like, you ever see somebody just, after a certain person pass away, they just go from being good, great, nice to, like, just snappy and evil? Because that's how they cope with grief. Or you got some people that shut people out after somebody pass away, and they don't talk, they don't say nothing. They just kind of, like, go ghost, disappear. You got those people. Those people, man, are dangerous. That's dangerous. You know, sitting with that alone by yourself, man. That's. But I've done it, and we are some dangerous people mentally. Like I can't even hold you. Um, you got people that are very emotional, so they're they're criers all the time, and you got some people who lose everything and can't seem to get back to where they were. I mean, grief just, it looks happy at times. It looks sad. It looks angry. It looks lost. People fall into addictions when they start to, you know, go through grief. And they turn to things that they shouldn't turn to. And some people just be stuck in grief. It just seems like everybody is dying left and right. So they just are numb that's almost that's almost where I'm at honestly that's that's legit almost where I'm at. I'm getting numb to people passing. um, I lost my best friend and my godmom in the same year two of my biggest support system angels had passed in the same year and I'm still recovering from that um, it's been very hard not being able to call them not being able to lean on them For things I don't understand. My godmother was way, you know, older. And um, she was my, she's my grandmother's best friend. So, you know, age-wise, it's the wisdom that she used to give me. Legit, she was, my godmom was really the best. And I miss her so much. Um, My best friend. We've been, he was like my first boyfriend forever. (laughs) We were 10, 10 and 11 when we first met each other at church, okay? And he looked like Lil Bow Wow. (laughs) He looked like Lil Bow Wow, and I just was so into Lil Bow Wow. I was so into that at that time. (laughs) And he was so bold and courageous I had seen him, and I was like, "Oh, he's cute. And I was kind of shy, but he was just so boisterous. He was like, hey, you're cute. <laughs> and I was like, what? Thank you. And we just got cool, and oh, my goodness, we had the biggest crush on each other. We were so young. Our parents, they eventually let us date each other. It was like, okay, you guys can. It was the sweetest. It obviously didn't last long, <laughs> Because he started to get on my nerve, <laughs> but we vowed to stay friends like forever. And he was just that—he was my best friend. Um, and he used to tell people every time we introduced. Now, mind you, when I say we're friends, like we're in each other's lives. My family knows him; his family knows me. And obviously, every time this dude, this is used to be the funniest stuff, <laughs> was. Every time he introduced me to, like, somebody, like, friends or whatever, he'd be like, this is my first love, y'all. <laughs> this is my first love. And I'd be like, dude, I have a name. He'd be like, I know it's my first love, Jasmine," And he used to correct people when they would say my name wrong. He'd be like, no, it's not Jasmine, It's Chasmin." <laughs> I used to be like, oh, my gosh. But we had the best of times. He was there through a lot, and as we got older, life happened. Obviously, we never like got into anything. Like we, he was always there. Even when I got into the serious relationship with my kid's father, he was there um, when I had kids. Like he was actually, we were actually setting up a play date um, for him to actually officially meet my kids. I had really wanted him to. Like I just felt like like this was the only thing was for him to meet my kids and uh like me my kids' father I wanted to do the whole thing. Um because that around that time he had found out he had a daughter. So I'm like, all right, Bet, he like and I want you to come over, we're gonna have a party. I want you to come over so we can meet her. I'm like, absolutely. Um, you know, and unfortunately he didn't make it to our play date. So my kids never got to officially meet my best friend and um I got to meet his daughter. I'm actually his daughter's godmom. Um it's a blessing and I'm so happy and um I love that little girl. She she looks just like him and but back to sorry, my little tangent. Um back to you know the topic at hand. Um it was hard It was very hard dealing with that, and um, I tried to stay happy, stay joyful, and just worry about other things and try not to dwell on the absence. Um, But sometimes you, sometimes you, you never know. Like I thought I was doing good until I went to the Chris Brown concert. I went to the Chris Brown concert and. In the middle of the Chris Brown concert, I broke out in tears. Chris Brown was singing. Chris Brown was singing No Air. And I lost it. I instantly started crying. That was our shit. That was like our song. We used to sing that on the phone with my best friend for Every time. So y'all remember back in the day when we, it was like 106 and Park. So obviously 106 and Park was it. We would come out from school. We would call get on the phone with each other. And we would sit up here and watch 106 Six and Park and sing songs. And like sing out the songs and talk about the outfits, the videos, everything. This is just what we did, okay? So we did this well into like teenage years, all of that. Like even when I went away to school, this man would call me and we would call he would call me and I would like hack the system. <laughs> at my boarding school so that i could log in online and watch 106 and park or whatever video like ntv videos and stuff whatever so when no air came on that was like our song he was like all right i'm like okay come on play your part chris brown and he like okay come on jordan sparks so so we did and Yo, it used to be this, but this happened all the time. Um, music was our love language, we spoke through to each other through music like a lot. Like, so Chris Brown obviously is performing that song, and we were planning to go to the Chris Brown concert together. We had already talked about it, so he was like, Bro, we is going. I'm like, Yes, we're going. I was like, Yes, I'm going, my best friend. I, I was just so ecstatic. So, um Because, like, we haven't really gone anywhere as adults. We always, like, go kick it or whatever. Like, go grab drinks at the bar. But, like, that, those experiences where you go to concerts together and, like, be in each other's, really be in each other's lives. So, we were supposed to go to this Chris Brown concert together. And, um, obviously he didn't get to make it. But I was there. And when that song was playing, I just burst out in tears. I started crying and singing my heart out. I mean, thank God I wasn't the only person that I was at this Chris Brown concert crying because I saw another girl crying, too. But so, yeah, whatever. Don't talk about me. Judge Don't judge me. Judge your mama. Okay. <laughs> but for real, like I had a whole moment, you know, and. Like, grief just set in right there, and I was trying to get myself together. Like, I almost went to con- crying uncontrollably because I was experiencing something, experiencing a moment I thought that I would have with my best friend, Dejan. That's my best friend's name. Um, and I didn't get to have it, but I kind of had it for us and shared it with him, like, you know, in my head. You know how people would be like, oh, people are always with you in your heart and in your spirit. So I felt like he was there in that moment. And I can just hear his voice singing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I miss Dejan so much. I miss him so much. Um, yeah, so grief just has its own way of, like, creeping in. And you just got to learn how to manage your feelings and manage your emotions so that you don't fall apart. So that you don't, you know, get so looped up in the pain and the suffering that you may experience. Like you forget to continuously live, li- live your life. Because honestly, life does still go on. I'm not saying have the attitude of, you know, um, well, whatever. I mean, people die every day. I don't think people should have that type of attitude. Because that's a little insensitive but I think people just need to learn to deal with the feelings and keep reminding yourself that you still have to live your life because it's the circle of life we're all not gonna make it and we all everybody's gonna come to an end sometimes like I mean not sometimes but eventually we're not gonna live forever so you got to always realize that and remember like, okay, even though this person passed, they lived their life. I have to still continuously live mine and I have to be, do the best that I can and make sure that my days are are great because having really, really bad low days for a really, really long time, it can eat you alive because you start to consume it and be and make it, make yourself believe that it's normal to feel like that when it's not. You're It's not normal for people to stay struggling. It's not. It's not normal for you not to fight for life. It's not. No matter what. Like, if you have to bust your butt, you got to bust your butt. If that means you got to go and live on somebody's couch until you can get on your feet again, then you go live on somebody's couch. If you got to go back home, you got to go stay with a sibling, you got to do something. You need to put yourself in a position where it's like you have to pick you first to continue to live life through grief. Pray. Pray. Never stop praying, especially during grief. Never stop praying. If that's what you believe in. Never stop healing the the lost and and celebrate the life. Like life, life was was lived, and the memories are there. You really got to exit. I seen something on social media, and the person was like, um, death, you gotta change your thought process when it comes to death and like people. It's like yes this person passed away but I'm not celebrating their life because they're gone. I'm celebrating what we've experienced. I had an experience with this person. This person got me let me experience their life in them. And I was like, "Yo, that is that is a beautiful way to look at it." It's like thank you for the experience. Of sharing your life and who you are thank you because now that you're gone I still have that experience that memory and that joy in my heart that this person gave me and I ha- and and no one else got this same unique experience and I'm cool with that I like that um maybe to take me some time to you know deal with that again because like I said I've Become numb, And a lot of people become numb to death, especially when you're you're always thinking about your police brutality and how they just killing our black men and our black women out of nowhere, randomly for no reason. It's always a bull. So when you start to deal with that, you start to become numb because you see the world and you deal with your own individual family dying or people that you had to cut off and it's hard and it hurts. Um, you you do become numb and like I don't like I said, I don't wanna be numb anymore. I still wanna have feelings. Um but that's a part of working through my grief. I'm learning to try to be sensitive and try to feel um and not just push it down. I am that person, I will push my feelings down and, but baby I'll talk you through it. <laughs> I will talk you through it, but I will not talk myself through it. Being completely honest with you, so gotta be careful when it comes to grief. You gotta be very careful and you can't let it hold you because you're still holding that person here, and that person is is resting, they're legit resting, and you can't get any sleep. You're still the one living boo you gotta you gotta keep living. You got to keep thriving and making that. If, if you got to play it in your mind, like, I got to make this person proud. now I don't know heavy pressure, but just, I just want to make this person proud because I got up today when I didn't want to. I want to make this person proud because I achieved something that I told them that I was going to do. You know, kind of got to fixate your mind on those type of things so that when it's all said and done and when it's your turn, You've completed everything off the strength of the relationship that you experienced with someone who passed away. You know? And as far as the people that we have to grieve that we no longer are in relationship with, whether it's platonic or, you know, or not, you have to learn to deal with it. You have to learn to move on. And moving on is a whole nother dis- discussion. But. You have to grieve that relationship. You have to grieve everything that you experienced with that person. And keep living your life and growing. You have to understand this person's never probably gonna not gonna go away unless you obviously leave the state or leave the city. Move on the other side of the city. If that's what you have to do, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do to get away from that person while you heal, yeah. Go ahead and grieve. Yeah, go ahead. You should do that. You should. If you can. But if not. You got to be tough. You have to be able to be happy within yourself and be like, you can see this person and it doesn't bother you. You know, that's something you have to work on. And grieving through that is is very difficult, but it can be done. So I wanted to say that if you are dealing with grief and you're finding it hard to, you know, cope with. You should get there. You should definitely go see a grief specialist or a grief counselor um, because you really need to see someone at this point because you may not know what coping skills are out there for you to do so that you can cope with it and deal with it. So, I highly and will always recommend if you're going through something, especially like grief, mental health, and anxiety those type of things, you do need to go see somebody. Um, Don't be ashamed, like at this point, it's 2023, everybody's going to therapy. Like, it's kind of like the newest trend and it's probably the best trend because it needs to be done. Go see someone, reach out to, you know, if you have whatever medical provider you have, you got some type of website portal where you can find yourself a therapist that is covered under your medical, use them for that, call them, go online, And go get the help that you need, because when I say it's so needed, I'm actually in the hunt for a new therapist. Um, Just because, like I said, I'm dealing with grief on top of um, I have anxiety. I'm dealing with a little bit more anxiety than I typically deal with. Like my anxiety now is a little it's a little different. And I feel like maybe I just need to see someone again because I used to see someone, but I don't anymore. So I'm on the verge looking for a new therapist. Um, And I just want to make sure that I make the right decisions for myself so that I can cope with what I'm doing and make the best of my life so that I can move forward. You know, Um, it's, it's just hard to pretend like okay i'm gonna be strong for the rest of my life like i got this i got this i got this like boo not all the time you know not all the time you know you gotta remind yourself too like you know we can't be ashamed to cry bruh (laughs) jesus did (laughs) like for real he wept too you know it's it's cool it's cool to cry and it's okay it's okay when you when you feel like this, and it's okay to feel low, and it's okay to cry out to God, and you know, question. I mean, look, I ain't gonna say we not will we not supposed to question God, and I get that. But like when it comes to death, sometimes you do question, like what what was what was the reason? What Cardi B say? What was the reason? Really, God, what was this reason? Like, is this losing my best friend and my godmom in the same year was difficult. Difficult to deal with because I was like, how how you just how you gonna take both of them, both of them, like both of them? What people say, be freaking for real. It's really not freaking, but you you get what I'm saying. Be be for real. You really gonna take both of them though? I'm I'm so unstable right now. So unstable, and you. <sighs> All right, man. And then you be like, all right, but all right. You you'll just be like, all right, man. At this point, it obviously ain't nothing I could do. I'm just gonna be here dealing with this. Thanks. But maybe he was just trying to get my attention, and it, it took for this situation, low key, to get my attention to this man. And now he like, I ain't even just not even how I really wanted to come at you, but because you're not listening. You're not hearing me out. Now we got to go through this and now, you know, now you got to come to me and hopefully you hear what I'm saying. Hopefully now you, I, I can get to you for you to continue on the mission because it's definitely a mission to be completed. It's your purpose. It's definitely a purpose. Um, But we have to learn to cope with our grief. So if you need, if you need to go to therapy, go to therapy and don't worry about what somebody else has to say about it. It's none of their business, to be honest. You don't need to tell anybody that you're going to therapy. That's between you and God. That's between you and yourself. So, you know, I typically end with a quote and one of like my favorite like little quote people that I like to quote is um, C.S. Lewis. I grew up you know, reading C.S. Lewis books and stuff, but um, this one is just very simple. The quote goes, no one ever told me that grief felt so like fear. So again, the quote was, no one ever told me that grief felt so like fear by C.S. Lewis. And I agree with it. I agree with it wholeheartedly because when you're fearful of things, you it's it's, it's either you run from it or... You take your hat on, or you you just don't deal from it, deal with it at all, you know, but fear is one thing, and when you're fearful, you won't do things, but you can you can do it even even in spite of the fact that you're fear that you're afraid so um thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, Just wanted to make some updates. I probably will be hosting um, every other week for a little bit just because trying to adjust back with school going. So I will not probably be posting every week. maybe for like 30 days and maybe like every other week so just bear with me you know school's getting ready to start start so i have to adjust my timing and time frames and get everybody back into routine and once we're back into routine we'll be back you know doing our regular one two but i do thank you guys for tuning in i um posted on the link of my website i do have a donation box now you guys can donate to me um through paypal if you choose to, it's nothing crazy. It's yeah. only if you choose to, um, but make sure you guys follow me on all social media platforms. Um, right now, it's just Instagram, so that um, Instagram page is r n r with shaz. Um, you can follow me there, and then I will soon be making um, a Facebook p- group page, um, TikTok that'll probably be pretty much it (laughs) not so much twitter or x if that's what they want to call it um but yes i thank you guys so much for following and tuning in and listening in and i really do appreciate it and don't worry i promise 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 video podcast will be coming very soon um i've been working with some people that i want to record for me um Like we're going to go to a place, we're going to set up and everything. So just give me some time, give me some time. Like I said, you know, with school getting ready to start, I have to be mindful of my time and the kids time. So I thank you guys so much for tuning in and always being there and listening and telling your friends to listen to the podcast show. You guys make my heart smile so much. Thank you and see you in the next episode. I want to thank you again for tuning in to my podcast, R&R Raw and Real with Shaz. Make sure you share this podcast with all of your friends and don't forget to leave me a review. It's greatly appreciated. See you in the next episode.